You're listening to High Radio with Miss Amber. Hi. Called Say No to Drugs. That is actually an artist that you should look out for. I love the way he sounds. Anyway, you're still listening to Africa Unfocused. This is the place where we get to share our success stories one by one. I promise that every week I invite somebody who is making quite of an impact, changing the way we think, making us laugh, making us love more, and of course, uh, get in touch with how they can help us create success. Um, one of the cultural themes that we talk about, of course, is our African culture. Uh, but one of the themes that we also talk about is Afro-Caribbean. What is the rivalry among us? What is the whole thing with, with us in the first place? Um, so with that in mind, I invited uh, two lovely ladies that I know who recently started their channel, their platform, as in two lovely ladies from African descent, Afro-Caribbean descent, who both have their cup of tea when it comes to relationships, culture, lifestyle. You know, that is really much the thing right now. These, these people carry opinions of the people. So I was like, you know what, I need to have them on the show and I'm absolutely delighted to have them here to make some noise to get things crackalacking to laugh a little bit and pick their brain on a couple of crazy things that happened to us young girls lovely ladies of afro being girls how are you doing good What's good? <laughs> <laughs> so ladies how was your sunday quiet was, yeah relaxed just didn't do much didn't do just... much Nothing at home, chilling. Yeah, cleaning, nothing. Made a wig today. Yeah, <laughs> really. Just resting. Yeah, preparing for this bomb ass. <laughs> Our first radio show <laughs> since the launch. Yeah, since the launch. Yeah. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. Thank when you. when did it start exactly? December. December. Yeah. December yes. is where it started. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we've been live for four months. Yeah, four yeah. months now. Almost yeah. four months. Yeah. Now. Four months now starting things um so we are going to talk about that in a little bit what afro girls is really about uh and of course you know make sure they get sit close enough to the microphone people want to <laughs> hear you ladies people want to hear you um so first and foremost uh who are the ladies behind afro girls could you tell us a bit about yourself you can be as open as you want. <laughs> okay, who's gonna? Are you gonna start off? You start. Me? Okay. <laughs> so my name is Eagle. I'm 28 years old, and I'm of Ghanaian descent. And um, actually, in my daily life, I'm uh, I work at the biggest pension fund of pension group of the Netherlands, and I work. Uh, I've been working there for two years now. Um, I love it because uh, I've it showed me the importance of pension so now i get your money right yeah getting your money right you of course you want to relax on when you're getting old and stuff so it's very important to start building on your pension people which millennials don't forget to think exactly. about like we're so guilty of that yeah we're so living in the here and now and not really consciously thinking of the future so that's what i do basically and of course besides that my baby, Afrobean girls together with my girl, Trini. <laughs> love it. Love it. Yes. My name is Kezia, a.k.a. Trini. They call me Trini. Oh, Trini is then. Oh, okay. Now I get it. Yeah. I was like, okay, but I thought her name was Kezia. But... <laughs> <laughs> they call me Trini because I'm from Trinidad and Tobago originally. 
Um, living in the Netherlands, working at one of the biggest banks in the Netherlands, the ABN Emerald Bank. Okay, so you both are like money, yes. on yes. your money and financial and things. sector. Financial sectors. Okay, yes. okay, okay. <laughs> yes, I work at ABN Emerald and I work um, by the Department International Banking Transaction. Yes. Okay. So I've been doing that for like the past, I think, year and a half almost. Mm -hmm. And before that, I've always been working by bank. So I really worked in the finance sector. You're the money. Tomorrow. You're the money lady. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So Trinidad and Tobago. So yes. which of the islands uh, of that are you from? I was born on Trinidad. Born in yeah. Trinidad. Oh, yes. Okay. Okay. So is it like, well, I'll get to that later because I always want to know like, are the two islands, is there any difference in that as in far of, can you tell when one is from the other island or? No, no, no. It's two islands. They call it the twin islands, but it's one government. So mm -hmm. there is no difference. We're just one people, but just two separate islands. <laughs> ah, I see. Yes. I love that. I love that. Uh, so one of the major things that people always tend to ask, you know, uh, here in the Netherlands is when you're from somewhere else, <laughs> uh, they always talk about, oh, uh, you talk so such good Dutch, or what's yeah, yeah. so good Nederlands, or to say it in Dutch. Yeah. Have you ever like experienced that, and how did you go about with that? Um, I've had that a lot of times because they would be, uh, they would ask like, okay, where are you from? And I'm like, okay, I'm from Trinidad, and how long have you been here? And I, and um, they ask like, how come you speak so good Dutch? And I'm like what do you mean like what what are you expecting what do you mean <laughs> yeah like explain I, yeah, I, I just don't understand that question like why i'm living in the netherlands i grew up here so why do you expect me to speak bad dutch just because yeah. i'm a foreigner like, yeah that doesn't make any sense to me it's it's pretty much what they always kind of expect yeah which is like weird yeah. And when they see you, they're actually confused. Yeah. And everything. I get that. Did you, Have you experienced that? Oh, wow. I, uh, my parents decided to move to, to a village outside of Rotterdam. Deep in the village. Where we were the first <laughs> black people. So, um, first they always thought that maybe I was adopted by someone or, um, they were always shocked. Uh, as to how good my parents spoke Dutch and my parents always spoke Dutch to us so we really grew up with the Dutch language at home and um, they always assume because they they always assume oh so you're from Suriname and I'm like no I'm from Ghana actually <laughs> yeah. oh so you're Surinamese you look like a Surinamese and yeah. I'm like no I'm African and they're like African you don't look like an African <laughs> oh, how long have you lived here? And I'm like, um, I was born here, thank you. But um, my mom has been here since she was 17 years old. My dad went to, uh, did his bachelor's and his master's uh, here and in Canada. So they've both been they've both been here since They're very young. Yeah, so they've been, both been here since very long. So I've always had the Dutch language as actually my first language. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy it's i know it's crazy. definitely yeah um so um cultural differences one you know um because one that is something that a lot of people deal with uh coming from whatever is their background whether it's Surinamese or whether it's Ghanaian, you know you get to be brought up with some style of culture at yeah. home which is oftentimes very mixy where you know your parents talk dutch to you but i'm sure sometimes you would um uh eat a dish that is, you know, um, 
Ghanaian or everything. Mm-hmm. How did you deal with the differences as to being at home and coming outside? How how did you deal with that? Hmm. Well, it w- it was. I felt like I never really felt like I fit in outside because outside I was either too black, and when I went to my own community. So the Ghanaian community, I was too white or let's say too Dutch. Yeah. So um, I always tried to like fit in. But then, of course, the the I couldn't speak Cree, so I hardly understood every anything they said. Yeah. And when I went to like school or hang out with friends in the neighborhood, they always asked these questions. Okay, so what do you eat at home? And um, uh, where do your parents come from? And they had all these they were curious. So I was always like a, a subject to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> you and, were like the interesting yeah, thing in class. Exactly. So yeah, it, it was it was always very hard for me to try and fit in growing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was my story. Well, for me it's different. I grew up here in Amsterdam Zuidoost. And I went to school at Belmonthorst and I went to school with African Surinamese and Tilias and stuff like that. So I had no problem fitting in. It was just normal to be in an area with a lot of multicultural people. I was brought up very Caribbean. So at home we talk we Caribbean English. And Caribbean <laughs> English. Yes. <laughs> <You see> me? <laughs> I mean, go to school, you talk your Dutch. So you practice your Dutch at school and at home you talk your English. I yes. love it. I love it. Oh, so you were able to just kind of switch yes. whenever it was convenient Convenience, and everything. Yes. So how is the the Trini community? Do you call it Trini? Is it Trini people? Or yes, we call ourselves Trinis. A Trinis. Yeah. So how is the community here? Because here we can say, okay, we have a community of Ghanaians, primarily in Amsterdam Southeast. You know, you can kind of pick yeah. on where... How is that with 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 your people how many are you like yeah. you're, you're, you're the first trini like seriously like, you're probably the first trini i've seen here in the netherlands from all caribbean really seriously well mm-hmm. we are with very few here in the netherlands the most of us are in the u.s or in london the uk yeah yeah the uk have a lot of caribbean people but over here in the netherlands we are just with a very few people. as a minor yeah as a really really a minority really really small minority yes so where how was the the uh, blending in with your own community like was it then more because what i tend to often see is some that have a smaller community mm-hmm. they get to blend in more better with Ghanaians or better with surinamese did you did you find any group of people that you were like that's my people man <laughs> Well, from since small, from since um, primary school, I've been always have African friends. My best friend is African. Nina <laughs> is African. My boyfriend is African. African. Like, I'm always surrounded by Africans. And in my family also, I have two cousins that are married to Africans. I have one cousin that is half African. Two aunties that are married to Africans, so it's just okay. Yeah, there it goes. You've been baptized. Yes. Like you don't have no problem revisiting your roots no. or anything. Absolutely, gotta love that. 
Um, so in a bit, we are going to talk about more about Afrobean girls. How did it come about? How how is the dynamic of you as friends uh, going? I would love to hear uh, more on that. But first, we're just gonna listen to a song, and I'm carefully selecting which song that we're going to listen to. I think it's time for a Becca as we listen to her latest record, collaborating with the uh, YC on a record called Magic. We'll be right back. And girls and Afrobean girls is let, let's talk about that uh, to these lovely ladies. So tell us what is Afrobean girls actually about? Because it's I know it, but tell tell it to the people that uh, don't know yet. Tell it to the people them. <laughs> talk, talk to them. Tell them. Well, Afrobean girls is actually uh, an idea that came uh, from us just being friends. Mm-hmm. And we, uh, I used to do vlogging. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, it I, was I, so funny. <laughs> I did a lot of vlogging and um, I, was try- I was actually tr- running out of ideas. And I was talking to Trini and I, was, I, I had an idea and I, I was really, I really wanted to be with Trini. So I talked to her and then all of a sudden we started talking about, oh, but this we this is something we also could do and this is something we also could do. And then Afrobean girls, oh, she she actually, we were trying to figure out a name and you saw um, like a song, there was a song um, um, from uh, the guys, what's Lotto the name? Yeah, yeah, Lotto Boys. Called yeah. Afrobean girls. Oh, Afrobean. Oh, Afrobean. Yeah. yeah, Afrobean. Is it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And, say, and then she said, like, oh, that could be a perfect name for us African because girls. I'm African and she's Caribbean. Caribbean yeah. So, ta-da! Afrobean girls. <laughs> girls. And that's actually how we just started to come up with more ideas. And we we originally wanted it, wanted it to be different than vlogging. We really wanted it to be a... Uh, yeah, a web series. Yeah. So, actually, uh, really about our personal lives, about our opinions, mm-hmm. about how we think about uh, how we think um, about certain subjects. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's really been an exploring journey so far. Yeah. yeah. Got it. <laughs> Got it. So basically, it's like the magic happened. Both of you had the concept, and we're like, you know what? We need to get this. Get get this started. Yeah. Yes. So um, so what what kind of subjects did you have in mind for this web series? How did that come to life? <laughs> it started with food. <laughs> well, it started with food first. Uh, our initial idea was mm-hmm. to go to different restaurants and rate them on their food service and stuff like that. Yeah. But then we started thinking. We were like, you know what? We're two successful black women living in the Netherlands, happily in love, and. Uh, mm-hmm. Life is good. Yeah. So we were like, we want to showcase that to showcase a positive image of black women living here in Europe. And we also want to uh, inspire and motivate motivate women by talking about certain subjects as well. Yeah. So we want to invite people as well to come and talk with us. Yeah. About and why we want to make it personal as well yeah. is because on social media, it's all glamified and yeah. perfect. And, yeah. you know, they, they don't, they're, they're not actually being real real yeah it's very polished yes very polished and we really wanted to we weren't afraid of being real and we we aren't afraid of just pulling the wig from the head and (laughs) no i've I've seen that (laughs) you know what i'm not there yet but i i i give big ups big ups to the gal them (laughs) or or making videos without makeup it's just we we we, as as trini said we really want to show 
women that it's okay to be yourself, your yeah. unique self, and just yeah. embrace that. Mm -hmm. And there are women out there who are successful, who are doing great in life by being real. Yeah. So yeah. You just wanted to show the real, the real side yep. of uh, black ladies. Yes. That's basically what it is. I love that. And um, so give us a bit of like uh, the rest of the inspiration behind. I mean, you've made like fabulous pictures. You made sure, <laughs> you know, there was a page online. How did that come about? Tell us a bit about that. Well, the process up to now has been a little... <laughs> Let's say trial and error. Like, we're new to all of this, especially me. Like, Eva yeah. has been vlogging before, but I'm really new to this. Like, yeah. I'm not used to sitting in front of a camera and speaking to the camera, filming and stuff like that. So it's very new. But um, we're figuring stuff out as we go. Yeah. We're getting a lot of feedback from people as well, what they like to see, what they think we should do different and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we put out our uh, first two episodes already, Busy with the Third One. And we have noticed that um, people really like the videos and we're very glad with the feedback we're getting. So we're very happy. But, yeah. like, setting up the Instagram and the YouTube channel and Facebook, it's a lot of work to, like, keep up everything. I'm still getting used yeah, to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> a lot. It's yeah. a lot. And, uh, yeah. It's, it's just like still figuring out what to do. Yeah. We, we will get it. And even even because we're friends, yeah, we also figuring out how it is to be business partners as well. Yeah, we argue. Not argue. We discuss a lot. <laughs> Let me say yeah. really? yeah. Healthy discussions. Healthy discussions. But the thing is, we're, we can both be very direct. Yes. And we, we both... We're both very opinionated. Yes. So... We've had moments that were like, I could just, I could just like, sure. <laughs> yeah. But what, what's so, what I love about our friendship is that, what, let's say we have a discussion on WhatsApp or whatever, and then it's like, okay, I'm not gonna talk to her for just, just for a few days or something like that. And it's, but, but then it's like, okay, we're gonna well, meet you, up Saturday. You keep the message pending. Yeah, yeah. Yes. You make sure yeah. the blue mark yes. comes. So, okay, yes. got it. But we make sure, like, okay, we have to meet up. Saturday because we have to talk and then it's like we meet up yeah we we, we talk about, we talk about we talk about it we talk it out it's it's finished and it's like good times good friends yes. and new ideas pop up so that's yeah. so that's very good yeah. yeah so we can be real to each other as well yes so that's Definitely. very good <laughs> so, yeah so it's a real relationship yeah yes. it's it's a it's a it's a real friendship is actually yeah. what you can say yeah i love that so speaking of friendship because i've noticed that you ladies like to talk a lot about relationships <laughs> well, no, tell us no, how no. how did that come about i disagree with that like, you disagree okay, okay. listen listen the last couple of weeks we have been starting discussing topics on our instagram story and um, the couple, last couple of weeks, we have been speaking about dating, about friendships and relationships. Now, we have a lot more topics to discuss, but that is still to come. So it's not like if it's really focused only on relationships. Mm -hmm. It's about different topics. We will talk about setting goals for yourself, yeah. about money, different stuff. Yeah. You're the money, the money girls. And yeah. Yes. <laughs> about, so, yeah, setting goals, like she said, and yes. also just um, how... how how are we so determined for, let's say, to go on vacation or how are we uh, coping with like self, uh, self-love or yeah. uh, being a black woman yeah. or mm -hmm. uh, 
you know, having um, p parents that are not from here or how, mm -hmm. how it was like to grow up. And yeah. so it was different. It's different topics still coming up. Yeah. But the, the, the topics that we have discussed are very much linked to each other, which makes it seem like we're only talking, we're only about, talking about relationships. But and not true. No, we and have a lot more coming up. It's, yeah. it's just the start. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and like Trudy said, we're still trying to figure it out how, yeah. To, yeah. how to bring our message across best. Yeah. But it's still, yeah, trial and error. Yeah. 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 Love that. So um, one of the things that I think every girl who lives in the West deals with is probably how she sees herself, mm -hmm. you know, uh, as in terms of uh, the hair, the hair, the color, finding your makeup, finding where you blend in and all of those stuff. Um, can you tell us a bit about where you stood like 10 years ago as a black girl? How did you feel about yourself? Uh, was there any place in your life where you were like, you know what, I should be uh, lighter skin or I should look different? Could you tell us a bit about that? Or maybe you didn't have that at all because I've met some <laughs> ladies that always felt confident. They were like, you know, I'm the ish. <laughs> 24-7 all day, every day, you know. Since birth. <laughs> yeah. Can you, can you tell us a bit about that, where you've had that moment and where you are at now? Well, I really have to think back because I can't really think back of a moment that I was like, no, I wish I was lighter skinned or darker skinned or I wish I... No, you know, okay. Or one different. thing, one thing. I really used to have a big issue with my hair. I was like so frustrated, like, oh, why can't my hair just be like smooth and silky? Yeah. <laughs> like that used to irritate the hell out of me. But mm -hmm. now since the last couple of years there are like new products on the market better products for your hair to manage your hair now it's going better and i like my hair but before i really used to dislike my hair like that was a big issue so when me. when was this this was i think like in my teenage years like 15 16 17 yeah i would be constantly doing different stuff with my hair mm -hmm. every two three weeks i would have a new hairstyle because i was just like fed up and just try new stuff. So, yeah. That was that moment. I think that's pretty much like a familiar moment for a lot of girls mm -hmm. when they get to deal with course, Or some even wish they were Dutch because they were in the minority or they were the only black girl in the room. Yep. You know what I mean? How, how, how was your experience with that? Well, 10 years. I was 18. So, I was just starting with my bachelor's. And... I I have to <laughs> for me it always had to, to rewind do with, yeah for me it always had to do with um I was always very shy and I was always very um worried about what other people thought of me and um um let's say guys I liked always liked light-skinned girls or always liked Surinamese or girls from the Antilles or yeah you know I so, can definitely so familiar yeah. with that so <laughs> When someone thought I was Surinamese, it made me feel like, oh, so that means I'm pretty. Yeah. You know? Oh, so, we, oh, because they think, yeah, I would be flattered that people would think I was Surinamese, mm -hmm. which is now that I'm more confident about myself, it was like, it's so sad that, that a certain group of people would make you feel prettier about yourself than being, than being the person you actually are. So I was always trying to, um, well, not look Surinamese, but I was always 
trying to not look African. Go, go for yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not look yeah. African, exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. when you were mentioned as like, oh, you look African, then it it it, it had a negative. Yeah, it's like oh, slur. You look, yeah, you don't. Oh, you don't look African. Oh, what's that? Crazy that was. Like? Yeah. So I was always flat. It, it's crazy that I was always flattered to be called. Oh, are you Surinamese? And I was like, oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was probably the thing that was. Yeah, most difficult for me. Definitely, yeah. definitely agree with that. And uh, it's it's because of our we ourselves as Africans we are as fault. We didn't appreciate ourselves as much. Yeah, let me put it that way. Well, if we forward now, now <laughs> being African is the How do you experience that coming from Caribbean and being baptized <laughs> <laughs> into? Well, um, the other day I had a discussion with Ego about this too. Like growing up, especially here in Amsterdam, Saudis, it was like. Back in the day, everyone used to be calling Africans this word, boku. Everything was boku this, That boku, we that. smell, we're this, we're like, that. It was just annoying. And sometimes I would see like people talking and saying that to my best friend or my other friend. And I would be like, you guys have to stop with this bullshit. Because it's like, why? Why? Yeah. And I had like my best friend. She sometimes would even say that she's not African. And I would just like... I don't know why I felt offended because yeah. it wasn't even me, but I just didn't like the fact that she used to say that sometimes. Like, no, you should be proud of yourself and, you know, just acknowledge Oh, that's it. good. That's very empowering. Yeah. So I, I, I yeah, it's like, I, I don't know why it had this big rivalry back in the day. And now fast forward to 2000. 19 everybody wants <laughs> everybody to be- is doing shaku <laughs> yeah, yeah. people are going back to ghana oh, everything yeah. everything so do, how do you guys feel about it do you think it's a trend is it going to fly by or is it basically us finally being conscious of yeah. where we're really from i think it's both i think some people are really conscious now like okay i have african roots i want to go back to my roots i want to visit africa see the slave castles know where i came from even try to look up which um, yeah, tribe i'm from yeah stuff, stuff like that but then you have the other people yeah, they think it's a hype or something yeah. like that oh i want an african guy oh this oh that it's oh. so crazy it's like I don't, I, I don't know where it came from all of a sudden. And like all these girls are just so hyped up to get an African dude. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. okay. Like all of a sudden you guys like Africans. And yeah. back in the day, you all used to be calling them all kind of names. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's weird. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's, it's, it's very strange. Some of them really see it as a hype. Like yeah. it, it's a hype for them. It's yeah. a hype for them. They just want to fit in. Exactly. For me, it looks like that at least. Yeah. Does it? Does it? Well, I'm actually excited because I kind of, I kind of feel like, listen, every black person is an African. That that's how I see <laughs> that, it. You yeah. Know? <laughs> so I am really yeah. happy that you know. Afro-Caribbeans and everything kind of get a sense of, hey, you don't just eat plantain because yeah. you eat plantain because you're an African. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Maybe prepared with different spices, but yeah. hey, you know, you're we're actually one. Yes. You know, so I actually love the fact that uh, that is happening. Yeah. And I hope that it stays. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it was actually uh, in one of our first episodes, we uh, our first episode is actually about 
be us being in Ghana. Yeah. And uh, we went this. How was that, by the way? Oh, it was. Amazing. It was amazing. And Caribbean girl finds it amazing. Hey. Yes. <laughs> and uh, when we were there, we saw so many Afro Americans yes. in Ghana yeah. because of um, uh, Boris Cujo's full circle festival. Yeah, festival, yeah. and it was just uh, it was just so amazing to see how they embraced the Ghanaian uh, Ghanaian culture so Ghanian. much. Ghanaian. <laughs> <laughs> You brought it African. <laughs> <laughs> the Ghanaian culture. Yeah, yeah. It was it was it was just like being so close to them and being and seeing how they embraced the culture and the music and the people. It was just it was it was so good to see and especially Diggy Diggy Simmons did a whole shoot with the Kinte and Oh yeah, look, yeah. Looking Listen, all, he oh. like he took it all the way. Photo shoots, <laughs> yeah. doing the shaku, everything. Everything. <laughs> so I, it was actually very um uh how do you say it? Like motivating to see all these uh Afro Americans embracing their ancestral ancestral background and coming there to to getting to know Africa. So it was it was it was very it was very nice to see. It was good. Yeah, it, was it was a good, good. moment. Yep. I love it. And I love that you took our Caribbean <laughs> sister, yes. you know, to <laughs> to show where we're really from. Yeah, I love that. I love yes, that. Yes, yes. Well, in the meantime, we only have a few minutes left to talk more to the ladies of Afro Bean Girls. I just want to give a shout out to people that uh, just tuned in on Facebook. Uh, Eben, Eben, shout out to you. Thank you for uh, showing love. Romaina is saying black girl magic hey. all the way. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Suzanne Ohine Jan is also showing some love. She's loving the conversation. Oh, my bestie. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, also the lady of uh, Just Skirt who's saying, wow, the, this is very educating. This is what our millennials need. Oh, thank oh, you. Absolutely. This is definitely <laughs> what our millennials need. I definitely love that. So, uh, ladies, before uh, we're going to round up the conversation, I just want to know you, uh, uh, your mind on a couple of subjects. Okay, yeah. let's go. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> well, you having to talk about relationships a lot, um, mm -hmm. what do you think about uh, female friendship? Can it really last? Female friendships? Of course it can last. It can Why? last. Yeah. It, last? it can last, but uh, let me talk for me. Mm -hmm. I'm, a, I'm a girl that is really... Um, I have a few friends that I've among you. <laughs> I have a few friends that I've known since childhood, let's say birth, that are still in my life right now because I've considered them family. They're yeah. sisters, they're cousins, they're whatever. And let's say people that I've met along the way aren't you let's say they're acquaintances. Mm -hmm. But my friends, actually my friends, I could just name them on like two hands and it's, mm -hmm. it's done because females, I, I actually, I really can't stand females. You can't stand no. females. <laughs> <laughs> except <laughs> for us and uh, Trini. <laughs> but let's say, um, I have a hard time being friends with women because I think the way I think is very, um, let's say direct, but also very realistic rational and i don't take no bs mm -hmm. and uh i really think i could with certain things i really think like a guy so i could really get angry with certain the way certain women think about certain subjects so i don't tend to affiliate myself with a lot of females 
Got because it. females tend to dwell on so much negativity and because nonsense. yeah and nonsense that I'm like <laughs> girl get girl get over it live li-. I'm, I'm like a live life mm-hmm, let's mm-hmm. let's go positivity all yeah. day so but I do believe that once you find someone a, a f- female friend who you mm-hmm. can really who's on that same level as you are yeah. then you could you could those people are going to be your bridesmaids, your god, uh, the godmothers to your children, and yes, for sure, for th- those people turn out to be your sister yeah. from another mister. Yes. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I love that. So it really takes time. You really have to yeah. uh, filter. You have to go through yep. the drama to finally find your one. Yeah. How, how do you feel about that? Well, it's not <laughs> easy to be my friend, you know, because I'm very direct. And some it? people can't handle my <laughs> direct words and attitude and behavior. So, yeah, I have very few friends, but I'm a ride-or-die friend. That's one thing my friends could uh, say about me. I'm a ride-or-die friend. So you're, in, you're in it for the long haul. You're yes, like, listen, yes. let's go. I'm your friend. Listen, <laughs> yeah. yes. who do we have to beat up today? <laughs> yeah. we... Okay, I don't know what that because I don't want to go to jail, but... <laughs> yeah, but... I don't know, I, I value friendship a lot. And I think it's important that with friends, you should be able to argue, fuss and fight, and just bounce back and get back and not mm-hmm. have it affect yeah. your relationship. And mm-hmm. I, I haven't always had that with everybody. So Yeah, not everybody's willing to bounce back. Yeah. Some people just can't take criticism as well. And if you, you, if you can't even take criticism, then I, I'm like, oh, I can't even talk to you. I can't tell you nothing. Yeah. Oh, okay. That, 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 that's... Mm, yeah yeah and it's with with females it's like what she says when you have uh when you want to give some positive feedback they tend to take it so personal and it's like they they feel like it's an attack while you're just trying to help them or make them see it from a different perspective Mm -hmm. yeah but most of the times females tend to oh so now i'm yeah uh, uh, yeah Yeah. so and they're they will get up like yeah. a get an attitude and yeah. it's like well i meant this in the most positive way but okay okay yeah so how do you go about it when you figure out like hey i have a lady friend and when i say you know what hurry up you know or something like yeah. that mm-hmm. she's gonna be offended how do you deal with that is it like end a friendship or do you do you take a manual uh because one of the ladies uh suzanne ohin and janice saying, i'm taking notes so what what advice would you give how to deal with that <laughs> well miss Suzanne O'Haney Jen she's my bestie <laughs> so with her we fuss and fight we argue and when we argue her mother calls us like you guys better call each other and make it up because I don't want my children fighting and stuff like that so we just make up and, fight and yeah nothing wrong we're sisters yeah and that is life and with, yeah with my girls it's like they they know how I am they know she just needs. Yeah. A, she needs a couple of days just yeah. to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, to bounce it, back. Yep. And if I tell someone, let's. And for me, it's like when I say something, I don't, I don't necessarily uh, uh, see it as the as how they see it, how I said it. So I'm like, and then I I tend to go into a discussion. No, I didn't mean to say it like that. And then they get offended, and I get offended. Like, what you mean? I just told you to hurry up. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh. And then I'll just leave you, and I'm I'm like, okay, well, talk to you in a few days. I I'm, I'm not, you, yeah, I'm not I'm not dealing with this right now. You know, ain't nobody got time for ain't this. Ain't nobody got time for this. <laughs> yeah, 
I love that. <laughs> and I love that that um, because obviously you two ladies are direct. So you uh, you kind of understand the dynamic of the friendship yeah. yes. and, and, and things. So could you name like one of the craziest experiences that you've had from a friendship that's probably a close chapter, but that will always stick by you as in like, listen, <laughs> could, could well, you I give think, us one before we I round think, it up? I think let's just <laughs> our most recent discussion. Oh. She said she said something on WhatsApp, and of course WhatsApp can always the way you say stuff on WhatsApp can be can, taken yeah, out of can, context. Yeah, can be taken out of context. And she said something pretty direct, and, and I was like, get upset. and I was like, what you mean? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, but you said it like this, and she's like, no, but I didn't mean to say it like this. But you you could have said it like, and then it was like, you know what? And then we didn't talk to each other for like, for like two days, but we had an appointment for yesterday. Yeah. So we was like, okay, first before, so when we met up, first we, before we uh, were started, before we started with working, meeting, yeah. with, we, I was like, okay, girl, first I need to get some things off my, my chest. chest. So, so you were the first one. That, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I so need she's to get silent, some... <laughs> silent mode and you're like, okay, let me Yeah. Talk. She was like, okay, let's go to work. I was, I was like, girl. Before we start working, I need to get some things off my chest. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. <laughs> lately I haven't been feeling myself. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, okay. yeah. Uh, lately yeah. I haven't been myself and I'm going through some things. And uh, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I didn't mean to come off like that. And I know you didn't, didn't mean it that way. And then we talked, we cried, we, we were okay. And then okay. That's we continued. Good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you kind of know how to. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But that was. Uh, I think that was that was one of our realest, realest conversations yeah. ever because that that conversation on WhatsApp escalated in such a huge thing <laughs> that I was like, okay, I'm done. I'm not gonna mess with this girl no more. <laughs> I'm done. But and so that's thing. I think that's the. Yes, one we of the had crazy, a, yeah. we had a good conversation yesterday. We laughed. The most recent one. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Laughed. Cried. And we made up and we were good to go. Yeah. <laughs> we ain't going nowhere. We ain't going nowhere. Afro-Bean Afro girls is still alive. Yes. <laughs> Gotta love that. So we're uh, we're almost rounding up our, our oh conversation. No. Time just flew. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. There's so much more to talk to you about. Um, but one thing that uh, people would like to know, where can we find Afrobean girls? Was was the video, by the way, on YouTube? Where yes. was it? Yes. Where can we find you? We have our web series is on YouTube and our YouTube channel is Afrobean girls. Yes. Instagram also Afrobean girls, Facebook, Afrobean girls everywhere. All social media platforms is Afrobean Afro girls. Love yes. that. So what can we look forward to um, this year? Oh, um, we are, as we said, we met up yesterday. We have discussed a lot of good uh, web episodes to be aired. Yes. Um, uh, we want to post more frequently. Um, and like we said, our main thing is web series. So yeah. you'll find most of us on YouTube. So make sure you follow us on YouTube. And mm -hmm. we're we're going to actually really take you on our personal journey from, from, from now until... You know, to we're wear. done. Yeah. So we fall off. <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. So we have a lot more good, fun episodes coming up. Yeah. So it's Instagram, uh, Facebook, and, and, YouTube. and YouTube. Yeah. Yes. I know Instagram, you're probably, you're, you guys are on there on a daily. 
Like, yeah. I see, I see so many topics <laughs> coming by and everything. Yes. Yeah. And um, do you have any like last words of advice for other ladies that feel like, hey, I want to start a platform. I don't know how. I don't know when. Or is it the right time? What do you have um, as advice for our youth? Mm, I would say just do it. I'm a big believer of following your dreams and not letting anything stop you. Mm-hmm. And yeah. don't settle for less. Don't settle for nothing. Always do something positive with yeah. your life and make sure you also contribute to the community as well. Helping out in any way, shape or form, doesn't matter. You could do that with vlogging. Mm-hmm. You could do that with charity work. Just yeah. get up and just start. Yes. There is no perfect timing like now. Yeah. And uh, what I would like to add is that it doesn't matter if it turns out not to be something you like or something you uh, want to do. It's okay to quit something that you thought was good for you, but just make sure that you reinvent yourself. Yeah. Find out what you love and try again. Just keep yeah. trying because we fall. We may fall seven times, but we get up eight. You yeah. know, Cardi B. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So just keep doing you and just keep finding yourself and just go for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And any last shout outs? Ooh, oh, ew. Uh, shout out to our boo thanks out there. <laughs> shout out to our friends, our moms, <laughs> our parents, all our sisters, cousins, yes. friends that have been watching us from day one. one. And uh, the first episodes in a month has been streamed almost 1,200 mm. times. Okay, yes. okay. So keep viewing our episodes. Thank we're so happy. Congrats yes. on we that. Love feedback. We love the feedback we're yes, getting. We love sure. uh, the people giving, showing us love, show, uh, watching the videos. Yes. And just... Yeah, stay tuned and watch out for more. Thank you for yes. having us. I love that. You're most welcome. <laughs> we should definitely do this. I'll be on the lookout for you, ladies. Yes. And uh, hopefully uh, later this year, I'll do it again to talk yes. about some interesting topics. For sure. And maybe we should do a featuring with my my girlfriend, the podcast, you yeah. know. Yes. To talk, be cute. To talk about some interesting things. Yes. Time. Hello. Yes. Hello. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be waiting for that invite, y'all. That invite, yes. Shout out to the girlfriend. I, I, I will hook you up. Definitely. <laughs> Thank you so much, ladies, for coming. Thank you for having us. <laughs> we have reached the end of Africa Unfocused. And of course, I'm your host, Miss Abba. Uh, next week, Sunday, 7 p.m. Amsterdam time, we're going to be back to talk about Africans or talk with Africans who are making an impact, changing the game, changing the way we think, you know, all of that stuff. Um, if you want to follow me, follow me on Instagram, Facebook, ms.aba. And also thank you for viewing and liking my uh, video because I'm almost reaching 10K. Oh, I feel Ooh. so happy. <laughs> uh, thanks so much for that. Next week, I'll be back. Uh, look out for the rest of the programs coming. Coming Friday, my uh, homeboy, Gary, will be with Y-Zone. We also have uh, Lindsay on the Saturday. Uh, we also have, uh, was a culture shock on Saturday as well. Look out for the rest of the programs. And of course, a big God bless you. Um, stay safe. Don't die before your time. Good vibes only. <laughs> and then we're ending with our artist of the week or artist of our two weeks. Goonman collaborating with Bisa Kode on his record, Obahima. Hey. Oh,